0: Welcome to the Client Stampede podcast, everything you need to know to get more clients, make more money, and have more fun in your business. I'm your host, Julie Guest. Episode 83, Why Artists Are Starving. In the summer before the pandemic hit, I was at the Ann Arbor Art Fair in Southeast Michigan, which is a pretty big deal in that part of the country. Hundreds of artists from all over America sell their wares over a four-day event downtown. The streets are closed to traffic and visitors flock to this event in the tens of thousands. Unfortunately, the art fair ended up being held during the hottest week of the summer, with the kind of weather happening that you could fry an egg on the pavement. It was brutal, but my friends and I packed a lot of water – And, as avid art lovers, we grabbed our portable, battery-operated fans and pushed through the oppressive heat, eager to see what was on display. Unfortunately for the artists exhibiting, very few people had the same idea as us. The place had sporadic pockets of people, but was otherwise a humid ghost town. Every artist I spoke to said about the same thing. This art fair was the worst one ever. Many had been coming to the Ann Arbor Art Fair religiously for the last 10 or 15 years, and it was where many artists made the bulk of their sales. It made me sad to hear this, and it got me thinking. Weather aside, I made some very interesting marketing observations as to why these artists were really experiencing slow sales, and none of it had anything to do with the weather. Number one, very, very few of the artists greeted me when I came in to look at their art. Most were sitting off at the back of the tent fanning themselves with a newspaper or junk magazine looking decidedly bored and frustrated. They didn't get that people want to buy art from people. We want to hear stories. We want to understand how or why something is made. Buying art especially is something that is typically hugely driven by emotion. We see a painting and love the way the sky looks because it reminds us of a time in our childhood. Looking at a sculpture makes us feel happy or sad, or oh my gosh, that will look incredible in my place. I would have been much more interested in buying a hand-forged outdoor fire pit if I knew that it was actually hand-forged by the Texans standing there and not mass-produced in China, as I suspected may have been the case. Either way, I never got to find out because the guy selling it didn't even look up from his phone once. It's incredible to think he had come all this way, he'd paid all that money, And now he had five real prospective buyers right there in front of him, which he ignored because, well, who knows why? Number two, very, very few artists had any marketing collateral to give away. A few had business cards, but there weren't any postcards or really anything that would enable us to remember who they were or to take a look at their portfolios online when we got home or even to go and follow on social media. The artists clearly took a tunnel vision of their sales opportunity by only focusing on immediate sales and not follow-up. And number three, of the 50 or so tents that we visited, not one artist asked any of us for our contact information to follow up with after the event. They couldn't send us notifications of upcoming exhibits or new pieces in their series. Nothing. No one bothered to offer an ethical bribe for my email address. For example... Join our community and get this free fridge magnet of my best-selling watercolour painting print. You get the idea. This missed opportunity to build their customer list and build out their community of followers shows that these artists really have the mistaken idea that you get a customer to make a sale instead of making a sale to get a customer. No matter how bad the weather, no matter how bad the crowds, if any of these artists had been collecting contact details of past customers, they could have held a special pre-event show for VIP clients. After the art fair, they could do a follow-up thank you direct mail campaign to sell even more of their pieces, or do a live art exhibit on Facebook and drive sales that way. Of course, none of that happened. Instead, these artists were 100% reliant on generating enough foot traffic and interest over the four day event, not just to break even, but to turn a major profit. I'm told that renting one of these booths cost in the thousands of dollars. Many artists schlepped their art, display cases, and panels from as far away as California. It made me sad, but no wonder so many artists are starving. You can get a copy of today's show notes and get emailed a copy of all future episodes by visiting clientstampede.com forward slash email.